0: Hello, and welcome to On a Mission podcast, where we aim to inspire and educate through sharing stories and experiences in the real estate industry. It's hosted by Dina Frank, a licensed realtor in the state of Minnesota at REMAX Results, a good life group, and Kelly Tankey, loan originator NMLS 1599804 at Summit Mortgage Corporation NMLS 1041. We started this podcast so we could share real stories from real people on their experiences in the real estate industry and break down barriers. We hope that by sharing these stories and experiences, it helps you feel more confident and comfortable when it comes to buying or selling. If you find this information helpful, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, enjoy. And now let's get to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On a Mission Podcast. I'm Dina Frank.
1: I'm Kelly Tankey,
0: and today we have a market update, and I'm excited for it because we had <laughs> we had David Arbit at our team meeting yesterday, yes. and which was really awesome. And we kind of talked about some different things. So I'm going to bring that to the podcast today. Um, so this is. It's not, I wouldn't say like new information, but it is new information um, Yeah, we're we'll talking about. So um, do we want to just dive right in? Because I know we're limited on time, Cal.
1: Yes, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> Thank
0: okay. you. So, okay. So I do want to start with the usual suspect is sales price. So the average sales price year to date in the Twin Cities region is now sitting at $426,431. That is an increase of 8.3%. Okay. If you look Wonderful. at just the month of September, uh, the average sales price is $424,853, which is an increase of 8.1%. Um, so looking year over year in September, um, we do have a steady increase. Um yeah. What's really interesting, and this is where I kind of want to get into some of the different numbers is, and this is kind of more of just the like, we'll read the data for you if you have questions about it, or we can, I can interpret it when you're looking at different stuff. But this is just what I want to say about the data. And when we bring these numbers to you guys as listeners is these numbers, number one, obviously are in arrears. They're in the past. So this is data from... You know things that happened in September, which means they probably went under contract either in August or July. Yeah, and so sometimes you know it takes time to see the trend, and it takes time to see how this all plays together. And yeah. what I want to say about it is, while it's helpful to have this information, don't only use this information to make your decision. And also, when you hear these numbers don't let the numbers themselves scare you um, because there's more to the picture than just, you know, the star tribune reporting that pending sales is down 30% because Mm -hmm. that's what they're going to use. So I just kind of want to dive a little bit deeper into, you know, what does this mean for the overall market? Right. So one thing that I think was really helpful that I do want to share um, now let me pull, let me find the right chart here, um, is on a totality of the market. Okay. So let's talk about the twin cities area in general. Um, and I'm going to talk about closed sales here for a little bit, because I thought this was extremely helpful when we talked about it. Well, yesterday. What is it Dina? Uh, closed sales. Okay. So this is the total number of sales that have been closed um, every single year. So, and obviously like, you know, we're through, um, September and this is month by month. Okay. Or no, this is, yeah, this is month over month. So how do, wait, hold on. Sorry. <laughs>
1: it's all good.
0: want to get,
1: there's a lot of numbers that are happening. So, yeah. So, Here's kind of what we're
0: looking at is in a typical month, like a rolling year, we typically see annually like 60, around 60,000 sales that are closed. Okay. So in the, in the recession, we saw obviously less because people were underwater. So they couldn't necessarily sell, um, Mm -hmm we saw the lowest number was actually in June of 2011, which was 36,886. So that was total sales from June 2010 to June 2011. Um, And what we've seen for like the past several years, not including 2020 and 2021 is it hovers around 60,000 a year. Um, And what we saw happening in, 20 and 21, obviously, because of the housing demand, is we actually went up to a high in June 2021 of almost 70,000 sales. So we were up almost 10,000 more closed sales year over year than the previous year.
1: That's wild.
0: So right now we're kind of hovering back in that 60,000. So basically, what I want to express is we're returning to A market where there's opportunity, where it's normal, where Mm -hmm. a home can sit on the days for 25, 30 days. And it doesn't mean that your agent isn't doing their job or that your house is never going to sell. It just means things have slowed down. It's calmed down. And I would say if you talk to 10 people in the real estate industry, eight or nine of them would say this is a good thing. Yes. Because what we were in was not sustainable. It wasn't healthy for even sellers who maybe made a lot. They also had to pay a lot for their next home
1: or yes,
0: they had to be <clears throat> renting because they didn't have anywhere to go and rents are going up. And so there wasn't really a win-win scenario in this. It really was, you know, people, there wasn't enough inventory rates were extremely low and so it was a way to take advantage of that time um and now we're just kind of going back to let's look at your your situation and figure mm-hmm. out what's the best best route forward so what i want to say is you know talking to kelly or myself or somebody on our teams where you know we're looking at this on a regular basis and we can interpret what it means for your specific situation um, is going to be extremely helpful throughout probably the next, you know, 18 to 24 months. Uh, Love it. Because, you know, one month a market does not make. So um, that's kind of what I really, Um, basically, and it's not to say that I don't want to dig more into numbers, but at the end of the day, here's what,
1: okay. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll handle that on my end. It's just, you know, there's so much, there's so much going on in the market that I just don't know that these, these numbers are extremely helpful in making decisions right now. And
1: that's, I I couldn't agree more. And I think one of the things that I just real quick want to piggyback off of mm-hmm. um, in regards to what you were just speaking to, and I'm so glad that I screenshotted this and saved this. Um, I'm going to give credit where credit is due because it actually came from another mortgage lender. Marcus Laskowski is his name. He's a dear friend of mine. Um, we are healthy competitors, if you will. So <laughs> we've also had Ryan Molstead on here. He yeah. is a dear yeah. friend of both of ours. Um, again, healthy competitor. Yeah. Um, uh, so he posted this screenshot, and maybe what I'll do is share this with you, Dina, so that we can have this for the show notes. But it says, which is better, and it gives the example of um. From April of 2022, so earlier this year, to September of 2022 this year. Um, and even in just that short amount of time, the price difference that you are seeing um, bidding over asking versus now we're in a circumstance where it's that's just not really the case. So April of 2022, you Estimated monthly mortgage payment could be approximately one thousand seven hundred and seventeen per month. So this is with a list price of two twenty five, but then the purchase price ends up being two sixty five because you're overpaying or bidding over forty thousand. Mm-hmm. I think I want to use the term bidding over versus overpaying. Yeah. That because um, t- it's relative, right? Yeah.
0: So. Are you overpaying if that's what it takes to get the house? Right.
1: Right, right. Now, this is where we were at a time period where interest rates were sitting closer to 4.5%, 20% down payment, right? Here is where reality really sets in. Um, And it's different from like one price point to another with your down payment, right? And uh, property taxes play a pretty important role in this. But let's just say, September of 2022, your monthly payment goes up from 1717 to just 1743 per month. Why? Because you're not overpaying. You're, you're paying list price at 225. Yes, your interest rate will be 7%, but you're still paying that 20% down because you're actually able to utilize that full 20% yep. and not dabble and dip into other assets. It's true. Okay. It's perspective. It's perspective okay. for our clients. And that really ties in. So yes, here's the deal. You're going to, you're going to hear numbers from me that may seem intimidating, may seem scary, but it's the reality because numbers are numbers um, and numbers don't lie either, but they're where you find, it's like, I think, I swear to God, was it on our, our, one of our previous podcasts where I was quoting like Warren Buffett in times of like let's say toughness, when you see people going this way is actually when you should be going this way. Mm -hmm. Right. And I know our listeners can't see me right now, but it's like in times of challenge, most people will flock one direction and it's the masses. Right. And that as like people who are thinking or considering real estate, there is true opportunity in those tough times a recession usually means that rates are going to follow a lower trend. Yep. Are we in a recession yet? We don't know because everything is in arrears as Dina had mentioned. So, um, yeah, I I I want to dive in cuz I have a lot of ground to cover. I should be able to cover it pretty quickly. <laughs> but um, so I want to just read off to you uh, today's morning update from mortgage, uh, MBS Highway, Barry Habib and team. Perfect. As stocks and mortgage bonds are both higher to start the day. The bond market volatility has been crazy. So I want to just share real quick. Um, September, Monday, going back on my calendar, Monday, September 26th. I swear to all things, holy, everybody who's listening right now, that was the one of the worst market days, swings and volatility that I have seen since March of 2020. Wow! And I mean, so it's been a a long time. It's been several years, over two years Mm -hmm. that we have seen such a massive swing in volatility and the bonds market. And the stocks market for that matter, too, because, yeah. man, I mean, both have just been hammered. So when they say that the market has been volatile and crazy, it's it's a true statement. So it says you may be familiar with the VIX index. Um, I'm not. So I'll dive into that for next um, podcast, oh. which measures stock market volatility. Mm-hmm. I guess we got our answer. Perfect. There is also a move index index. Which measures bond market volatility and has skyrocketed to the highest levels we have seen since March of 2020, when we had a pandemic and the Fed st- stepped in to try to help and did massive amounts of purchasing. This is why we have inflation, people. It is one of the key <laughs> reasons we have inflation. And inflation is the arch enemy of bonds. And that is why you are seeing interest rates continue to move month over month and shoot up. As we battle inflation, we, meaning the feds, as the government battles inflation, once you start to see the, those inflation numbers go down is when you're going to start to see rates follow suit. Now I'll finish real quick. So, um, So just to wrap that up, since March of 22, when we had pandemic and the Fed stepped in to try to help and did massive amounts of purchasing, unlike 2020, this move higher in volatility was not short-lived and has been consistently higher. And then it gives an example. Bitcoin is known to be one of, if not the most, volatile assets. And when comparing the bond market volatility to Bitcoin's volatility, the bond market is seven times more volatile in recent months. Wow. (laughs) Um, Just to follow up from that, so Fannie Mae Home Price Index was released yesterday showing that home prices rose 0.2% in Q3 from Q2 and are up 13.2%, which you stated, Dina, one of the things that I just want to share in terms of average loan size that uh, was reported from uh, Mortgage Bankers Association um, and this is from Joel Kahn, MBA's vice president and deputy chief economist. He says the average loan size measured in the survey fell for the fifth consecutive month after reaching a survey high in April of 22 to 406,767. Okay. That's a little it's a little bit higher here in the state of Minnesota. This is average yep. over the entire nation. Yeah. Okay. So Um, purchase applications, um, reporting for the month of September, MBA, so that's Mortgage Bankers Association, Association, um, builder application survey data for September shows mortgage applications for new home purchases decreased by 13.2% compared to a year ago. So year over year, um, compared to August of this year, applications decreased by 7%. Uh, this does not take into consideration adjustments for typical seasonal patterns. Okay. Um, a quote from Joel Kahn again, uh, new home purchase activity declined in September as prospective home buyers pulled back in response to higher mortgage rates, increased concern about an impending recession and a, bro- uh, broader slowdown in home price growth. Um, The average 30-year fixed mortgage rate increased almost a full percentage point in the last month, going hand-in-hand with what I was just sharing with you, greatly reducing the purchasing power of many home shoppers. MBA's estimate of new home sales declined 9% in September, partially reversing the 18% increase in August during that brief period when mortgage rates had decreased. So, yes, that seems scary right? But from two individuals who are literally in this day to day, and we are the ones who are telling you, look at these numbers, right? They are true numbers. But when you couple that with all of the negative media, and my strong advice to people who are in a circumstance of wanting to buy right now, remove that from your, from your like uh, repertoire of, I guess, news outlets, because your better sources, your better resources are the people who are right in front of you who love and thrive and advocate for what we do on a day-to-day basis and have the right reliable sources. And we're not like we're not going to push people to do anything that they're not comfortable doing as it doesn't fit in their budget. Right? Like that really is the, um, the secret sauce here for people who are considering this is like looking at the numbers. Does it fit in your budget? (laughs) If it fits in your budget, you have an opportunity. Do you want to take that opportunity and start to build equity wealth for yourself now or do you want to wait until you know the springtime, right. when, when we start to see possible numbers for inflation go down? Who knows? It really is a battle of must right now for the Feds, with you know how they are doing this and increasing the Fed fund rate, which we'll likely see happen again in the month of November and we'll likely see again in the month of December, just to prepare our listeners. So. <clears throat> and that's,
0: I mean, and that's the other piece of this, right, is like we have the arrears data and we can talk about that. And while we don't have a crystal ball, like talking through like the what ifs of the future can be mm-hmm. helpful if this is something you're considering, right? Because yep. and we've shared this before, like how many people, how many clients have we helped over the past, you know, let's say last year? who said, Oh, I really wish we would have bought the year before that. Yeah. Then the year before that, like, it's all it. You don't know what's going to happen, but Mm -hmm. if it works for you financially, like sit down and talk to people who are actually going to help you through this. Absolutely.
1: Um, so I real quick, just want to share um, from Mortgage News Daily, where the 30 year fixed rate is sitting as of current. Um, so 30 year fixed as of today is sitting around 7.12 percent, 15 year 6.33 percent on Jumbo's um, actually a little bit lower, a little bit of incentive for Jumbo, 6.08 percent. Um, and let's just take a peek at five, one ARM option, 6.32%, 30-year FHA, 6.6, 30-year VA, 6.62. Um, Freddie Mac reporting as of last week. So you can see the increase that's happened from last week to this week. I think that this is awesome that I've got those two comparisons now. Uh, 30-year fixed-rate mortgage last week was sitting at 6.92% with 0.8% discount points. Uh, 15-year, 6.09% with 1.1% in discount points, and that's based off of your loan amount that you pay for that rate. And for a 5-1 arm, they were re- reporting an average of 5.81% paying 0.2% in discount points and what's the
0: difference between those like it's uh from last
1: week thursday okay is when it was reported and this is the as of today um so mortgage news daily Mm -hmm. yeah okay let's see what else i can get in here quickly for the last remaining two minutes um refinance applications for the month of september I'm sorry, to wrap up Q3, and this is just week after week over week. I could not find it's a little hard to navigate um uh, Mortgage Banker Association's (laughs) website. So anyone from MBA who's listening to this, uh revamping that site of yours to like adjust the dates and stuff would be really great. (laughs) Uh refinance index decrease. 18% from the previous week and was 86% lower than the same week. And this is, so this is the last week to end Q3 in the month of September, same week, one year ago. So we're down 86%. Those mortgage lenders who were relying very heavily on refinances, that's 86% of your business gone. Yep. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I, I think let's just talk real quick jobless claims. That's um, unemployment rate for nationwide and statewide. Dina, guess what? What? Remember every single month I've been like, what is up with Minnesota? Yeah. Every single state is, is reporting just for the month of August. They have not updated for September. It's the weirdest thing. How does that happen when the uh, US Census, like Bureau of a Census of Statistics, I think I just totally mixed that up, but is reporting September numbers nationwide, but it's not like statewide. None of them are populating for September. So that is, um, wonder if it's just like a publishing thing. I think so. It's really odd, but I was like, wait, what? does anybody else have theirs updated? No, none of the other states, okay. none of them have really? September numbers reporting. So um, let's start off with where numbers ended for the month of August, which is um, 1.9% unemployment rate here in the state of Minnesota. Now nationwide for the month of September, we reported at 3.5%. Okay. So it actually, it it went down. (laughs) It went down and um, actually month of August was just a little bit higher than probably since the beginning of this year. So, and then from year over year, last September of 2021, our unemployment rate was sitting at 4.7%. So it has increased quite a bit. Yeah. So I think that's about it that I want to really cover for you for the time being. So Perfect. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And as a reminder, um, do not buy into the media. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I can't even stress it hard enough in this circumstance right now. Like you have like on a mission when we say that we like, our goal is to educate and inspire you guys. This is why we like, we love doing this. Like it actually helps us to stay up to date with the numbers. And so by all means, if you want more of this data, we are happy to provide this for you. You just let us know in the show notes or comments. Um, So hopefully this has been enriching and intriguing for you. Absolutely. (laughs) Anything else, Dina? No, I don't think so. All right. Very cool. Well, thanks everyone for tuning in to our market update and we will chat with you next week. Thanks for listening to On a Mission, where our goal is to educate and inspire. If you loved this episode, it would mean the world to us to help spread the message. It takes 30 seconds to rate and review, then share this episode with your friends. Let's spread the love. Until the next episode, cheers to your mission.